0: Hello and welcome to the Missing Peace podcast. I'm your host, Becca, and my intention here is to inspire you to reconnect to yourself, realize the teacher you have within you, and to bring more love, joy, peace, freedom, connection, basically all the good stuff into your life. Myself and guests cover topics from self-awareness, personal development, and healing, to nature, spirituality, and all the fun esoteric stuff. I hope that by listening to the show, you are inspired to start or continue your own healing journey and to find your missing piece within. Hi everyone, (laughs) starting off with a little bit of a sigh today. How are you all doing? I'm, this is a bit impromptu, I wasn't going to record a podcast today, but I actually thought I got inspired about sharing, you know, kind of where I'm at and how I am working through it. And that is basically head funkery. You know, when you just want to get out of your own mind, it is just full of criticism of negative thoughts and energy and Oh, you know that this day will be over, but when you're in it, it is so, so difficult. It's the one time you probably feel quite mindful, although probably not because you're most likely going over all the things you wish you'd done differently and how you can change what you're doing right now to change your future, you're unhappy with where you're at, etc., cetera, et cetera. So I thought, you know what? I will just share what I do on these days and maybe that will help you to kind of cope a little better when you feel like this. So I'll start by sharing why I'm, I guess, in this place, and then I'll give you some kind of steps that you can take. I see it as a bit of a kind of three-part steps, there or thereabouts, Um, and I have mentioned these kind of steps before, but I'll apply it more directly to the old headfunkery business. By the way, I actually don't know what I'm going to call this podcast episode. So I'll have to work that out because I said head funk to Dave and he was like, "Nah, that's not what a head funk is. A head funk is, actually, what did he say a head funk was? But he was like, that's when you just can't, you really can't focus or think at all. And I'm like, well, I think that's sometimes what you can feel in this place. So maybe I won't call it head funk, but it's really that time when you just want to shut your own mind up, like proper shut it up, leave it, just lock it away somewhere and just be free of what's going on inside. (laughs) So... Yesterday we came back from camping in Scotland. We did a road trip around Scotland, probably like the main aim was going up to the Highlands in the Northwest. And I just, I love it there so, so much. And we just had an amazing time. And I'm gonna record a podcast on this anyways about just the trip and also the lessons that I learned in it because they weren't quite what I was expecting of them. And that's probably one of the lessons in itself is that I had an idea of what I thought would come of it. And actually, Even prior to going on this trip, I was like, I'm going to record a podcast episode, which is all about resetting in nature in Scotland. And that's not the episode that it's going to be. So, yeah, look out for that one. Probably coming up in the next few weeks, I would say. I've got a guest coming on. So that's all quite exciting. But we came back yesterday. And so we've been camping for five nights. And you know, I know some people just seem to cope really well with camping in terms of sleep. I love camping. I really, really, really love camping for the getting back to nature. I really do. But we haven't quite got the setup right in terms of comfort. And so we're pretty knackered. And then we came back yesterday and we picked up Bishop and our other dogs and um so the reason I'm highlighting Bishop is because Bishop is a little puppy <laughs> so I'll just share quickly on Bishop because you're probably like why do you not talk about Bishop all the time you've got a puppy in the life but um Bishop actually my partner is a police dog handler and instructor and so Bishop is going to hopefully train up to be a police dog so Bishop is kind of the responsibility of Dave even though he's living in the house it's um do you know what I think I've I realized recently that I have a really open heart but I'm I can actually block out people which is to do with a lot of the guest conditioning but I can block out attachments and I can work on protecting my energy and so I kind of I'm able to do that with Bishop in that you know I love him I really do but I don't have to take him on too much and I don't kind of I, I know that there's going to be a part where he's not going to be our dog and that's really really sad because it's not that Bishop's going to replace any of Dave's current working dogs who are Elvis and Ripley who I love so much Um, and the idea being that we will probably keep Elvis maybe keep Ripley Um, they're both gorgeous dogs but you kind of have like it's like protecting yourself you know you kind of have to know that there's a barrier there and with Bishop he's potentially going to go any time from, well, it could be now, but it's more likely going to be in a year or two. He's going to get sort of trained up and then, you know, off on his journey, whether that's within the police force of Cumbria or outside of it. So, so yeah, and Bishop is um, a working Malinois cross Dutch herder and they are mental, by the way. Don't ever get them as pets. I love them and I spent a long time working with them at the police dog kennels, but they are crazy. They are not a pet. <laughs> um, and so anyways, we got Bishop back. This is all all to say, basically, that we got Bishop back. And so last night, he's settling back with us. He's eight weeks old. A lovely lady looked after him for a week while we were away. And he's, you know, settling back into routine with us. And so he wasn't the most quiet this he like, last night. He wasn't awful, to be fair. But he was up at about five, and that was kind of it. And, and I don't sleep brilliantly. So when I've kind of been woken up, especially in the last few hours, I'm up. And, yeah, it's... uh, I just feel shattered. I feel ruined I feel like I've got a hangover and you know I'm, I've am i not had a drink since I had one drink on this trip which <laughs> I guess it's a drink and a half because I basically hadn't washed out my thermal flask enough from the tea it wasn't the tea that was the issue I left a load of bloody washing up liquid in it didn't I so it, my gin tasted like washing up liquid and so I had a second one like I kind of only had a sip of the first one and poured it out and then was like I don't even know if I can have another gin and tonic in my life because it now just tastes like washing up liquid to me but anyways I've not got any alcohol on board, so I, but I just feel hungover. And when I feel like this, I can feel quite low. You know, when I'm tired, I feel quite low. Um, I can also be thinking a lot in fear. We've come back from this trip, and this will be what I'll share in the other podcast episode, but I've come back wanting to make some changes. You know, I'm feeling really quite aware of where I'm at in life, and that there are things that I'm I'm totally done with now, and I just want to change them. But I know that I've got to make sure this doesn't come from a place of kind of fear and urgency. It really has to come from a place of feeling like inspiration and feeling good and feeling from the heart and not from the kind of, yeah, the the fear part of the mind. So... I'm in this place today where I'm just constantly like, you need to take action, do this, do that. But I feel knackered and I just don't want to do it. And my brain's like, why are you still here where you said you wouldn't be a year ago? And why haven't things changed? And, you know, you're really struggling for money at the moment. So like, let's get another job. But you decided to not take on another job so that you could focus on whatever kind of business you want to set up. You don't know what business you want to set up. That's just ridiculous. Like, you've not moved much today. Like, get some movement on board, you know, and just constant. You know, when it's just like that and it's just chattering on so this is what i'm doing today that helps me on the all these days and it gets easier the more you do this process as well but i will say to start with that it's all about trusting your intuition in a lot of this so i'm just sharing what works for me what's really helping bring a little relief on days like this so hopefully that'll help you oh and just as i'm so I should have said this at start. My housekeeping on podcasts is a bit ridiculous, and that was to say that I have a free thirty day back to you challenge. out and you can have that by subscribing to my newsletter, which I'm considering calling love letters because it's not really a newsletter. It's kind of more like like my written inspirations or what's coming through my heart. A bit like the way I'm sharing on this podcast now. Um, And this. This challenge, you can do it as a challenge or you can just see it as, for, as 30 practices that are all about reconnecting back to you and finding that deeper inner alignment that helps basically you live the life that you want to live, you know, it helps you connect to those feelings that you want in life, the love, the peace, the joy, the happiness, the, for free, the freedom, the fulfillment, you know, so download that, you can have that, you, yeah, you download it, you basically sign up to the newsletter and Substack, and you get that for free so so yeah tune in for that i would love to see you over there i want to create a kind of community on there so yeah and if you're anybody who would love to just reach out and send me a voice note or comment on the Substack feeds um what else can you do you can get in touch with me on instagram although instagram's kind of dying a little bit for me but you know i'm still on there and that's probably where most people get in touch anyways but but yeah send me an email whatever i'd love to hear from you the podcast is growing it's great to see more people coming up every you know every time I release an episode which is really really lovely and I would love to just know who you are if you feel like you want to share that would be amazing so anywho did the housekeeping let's brush that out the way and so let's start this so what do we do when we just want out of our own head well I see it as kind of like a three-step process and that is that we have the three A's I like to see them the triple A method awareness awareness acceptance and action. And I do think these. Are, this is a really good process for approaching anything in life, so I'll just show how I um, approach it in this sense uh, to give you some idea. So firstly, I think that the most important thing of all really is to sit with those feelings and sit with what's coming up to become aware of what is coming through you right now. This is the hardest part because we don't wanna do that, you know? we want to distract ourselves i'll talk about that in a little bit but we want to find other things to do because it can feel really uncomfortable so ways that really work for me are to basically get it all out on paper and i've talked about this before but a method that um gabby bernstein shares that she actually got from somebody else and i can't remember who they are so i can't credit them sorry person but thank you for this method um, and she calls it the rage on the page method where you basically journal out whatever is in your mind for 20 minutes and then you take 20 minutes to meditate. Um, you know, I kind of expand on that and so like, sometimes I just lie down and I'm like, right, I'm going to let this kind of process and sit in my body and sometimes I end up having a little nap or whatever, but I just believe that that's what I needed in that moment. So, so yeah, get it all out. There's something really cathartic about this as well. You kind of just let it all flow and it's as though it kind of you see it on paper and it's been released from your mind it can bring a little relief not always and maybe not that strongly sometimes but sometimes it can be really powerful as well so i would say like you have to sit with what's here what's coming up from with like for you right now and this is going to unlock you know this is kind of the key to unlock what it is that you can learn from this because i believe that when we're faced with these difficult feelings these different times these situations we can always learn something from them and you know i know that can be very very difficult but otherwise we're kind of going to get not going to heal we're not going to sort of move on from what's going on and we're going to experience it more and more and more but let's just sit with it a little bit you know let it all out and another thing i do for the awareness as well is um a bit of somatic work and I find this all stuff very fascinating, but the practice that I like to do really is that I kind of take a couple of minutes to sit, I close my eyes and I imagine where that kind of energy, that emotion, those thoughts and those feelings are residing in my body. Sometimes I can't quite pimp on it in that way, so I just look out for kind of where tension is and I focus on that area, which for me is usually my jaw, uh, my neck a little and my upper arms. And the kind of uh, theory in somatic therapy, if I'm correct, is that these physical sensations, these emotions take about 30 seconds to 90 seconds to leave the body, which is really quite a short period of time, isn't it? And do you know what? I genuinely feel that. Honestly, when I've sat and I've really felt into those emotions, particularly when it comes to anxious emotions and I feel like that constriction in my jaw, it just tightens. If I actually sit with it if I lean into it which can be difficult we can get distracted easily but if I imagine sometimes I imagine kind of um just creating space in that area I imagine my my inner teacher my inner being just allowing that area to hmm, what's the best way to describe it but I'm imagining uh like my inner being kind of like gently pulling it apart a little bit energetically so that it's space for that kind of um that restriction, that tightness to relax, to move. So I like to do it that way. You can also do it by imagining light flowing into this area. Um, You know, uh, relaxation is another one as well, imagining that feeling of relaxation flowing in. And you basically focus on that area until you get a bit of relief there. Sometimes it can fully, fully go. Sometimes it sort of stays a little bit, but I don't think I've ever not had any sort of release from it. So I would fully fully recommend that as well and you know with somatics the idea is that the within our body uh, our emotions so like our emotions show up somewhere physically in the body and this is something I've been exploring more recently and I personally do lean into that as well and it's brought a lot of relief so explore that some more that'd be what I'd recommend so yeah step number one awareness and something that I'll mention here but it can also be you can do afterwards it can be difficult to do when maybe you're feeling a bit stuck in your head in this head funkery is uh, to be aware of triggers so if there's something that's maybe triggered the situation you're in so for example mine has obviously been really tired and coming like kind of having post-holiday blues really so that's what has been kind of um, arising for me and I know this is the reason why it's coming up it's also the dark moon Virgo new moon tomorrow as I record this this will come out on Monday, I think it is. Yeah, I'm going to sort of do a little reshuffle of my podcast episodes. So this will come out in a couple of days. So you'll be leaning into the Virgo new moon there. And so I think all this plays a part. And sometimes we can just feel this way, though, and actually it not be for any reason. So, you know, just become aware of maybe there's some, there might be a common theme in your triggers, and maybe they won't be at all. And that's okay. So the second step is Acceptance. And, you know, that's kind of linked. Well, it is very much linked to awareness, really. Uh, They don't have to be separate steps. These, they can all flow together. And the acceptance is, yeah, it's kind of still being present and being aware of what's going on and learning to accept it a little if you can. <laughs> so what I do with this is that often I'll do like an acceptance meditation. I might just find one on YouTube, for example, or a surrender one. Um, also affirmations. You can even just have your own affirmations. I sometimes love to go for a walk and just be like, right, I accept where I'm at. I know I've got something to learn from here. And this is temporary. I can work through this. I've always worked through it. And sometimes I just give myself like a pep talk, you know, a bit of emotional, motivational speech, I guess, which is something I know I dissed in a podcast episode a couple of days ago, but I'm not fully dissing it. I do, I do actually think they have a place, definitely. So another thing as well is uh working with water. If you're someone who's been kind of called to work with nature, water is really brilliant for acceptance. It's um the way of showing kind of flow in our life, of releasing any blockages, of surrender. Um and I actually recorded a podcast episode, I'm gonna say it's season two episode three. So like go back maybe four or five and I share my top five favorite water practices and that's actually one of the popular episodes actually one of the most popular ones so far which is really cool so thank you for everyone who listened to that I do plan on doing a follow-up one on the other elements but they'll probably do that as a whole episode rather than like a fire one an air one and an earth one because I am leaning so much into water at the moment that I don't know if I could do full episodes on each I mean who am I kidding I could just talk to you know a brick wall for days so I could but you know something that's actually (laughs) not just a little guff. And so one of my favorite water practices that I share in that episode as well are intention. Excuse the cheesy name, but it had to be done. And that really is an amalgamation of intention and tea. So I often have a tea or some sort of hot drink and I close my eyes and I sit with it. And this is something that um, Kelly inspired me to do more of. Kelly Peck, who is also on, I think she's season two, episode one, actually. Ooh, no, episode two. And We're talking all about nature there reclaim the witch and she talks about this um yeah this practice this ritual and you kind of sit with your drink and i take a few breaths and i just i like thank the water for kind of allowing me to feel into the flow of life into the feel of the flow that i am into my creativity um to feel you know to kind of remove any blockages sometimes it's just to be present And so working with water, I find, is a really great way to work on acceptance as well. So, yeah, give that a try. It's also an excuse to enjoy your tea or your coffee. I think a lot of us see tea and coffee as a ritual anyway. So it's just kind of an expansion of that and making it even more sacred, I think. It's really great on days like this. So I will definitely be having a hot drink after this. And the third step is action. So... One of the first things that we can do in action, really. So these are the kind of steps that we take to help soothe once we've become aware and we started to accept, which are also parts of the action. But, you know, I want to have three different things, so <laughs> see them as separate, but also the same. You get me? You get me? So yeah, first thing is ask yourself what you need. So you can take some time, maybe even uh, like do a similar thing in your intuition, like sit with a brew, just a little mindful moment and just ask yourself what you need. Maybe... Maybe you don't know what you need and that's okay, but maybe your body will be like, oh, I just need to rest, like follow your intuition here. Follow what's kind of these little nudges that are coming up for you. They might not be very strong, but it's really fun. Just following the kind of different signs that come up. So it can add that little bit of a little bit of joy on days like this as well. Other things to do in terms of action is to be aware of your distractions. What's distracting you when you feel like this? So for example, for me, that can be food, I can turn to food to numb, I can turn to TV, I can turn to being on my phone, especially, especially social media, a lot more. Things that are basically trying to soothe you because the emotions are quite difficult to deal with sometimes, and that's okay. It's okay if you do turn to these to these methods, but the more we become aware of them, which is part of the action here, then the more we can be, I guess, yeah, I guess you are aware of them for the next time this uh, these kind of days come up for us. And so I think it's quite important, actually, and a really good idea to make a list of the different things that you find distracting, which you can do upon reflection, if you like, or perhaps you'll, you're being quite present during these kind of days anyway, so you can make a list of them now. So becoming aware of those distractions, but also becoming aware of what feels good. So it's kind of, a, you know, it's a link to the asking yourself what you need. And it's um basically focusing on yeah, what's actually making me feel good now? What's making me feel soothed? What's making me feel released? So this could be journaling, meditation, getting out in nature. Um, I love dancing as well, something I really like to do and I kind of feel into this more now and this takes a bit of time but sometimes I put on like a playlist that's going to help me explore those emotions so it might be quite, um, what kind of stuff would I say that I would listen to? Something like Lana Del Rey or like Chris I always get a name now, Christine and Christine in the Queens. I always want to say in the Diamonds, but it's not her. It's the um the French lady. I love her music, and it can just feel really deep and emotional and raw. And yeah, that, I just really connect to that sometimes. But other times, I'll put on something a bit more maybe inspirational, a bit more feel good, and just shake it all out and dance it all out. And you can get so much relief from that. Sometimes it's like another somatic practice. It's kind of releasing those emotions through the body. You're not trying to sort of push them away. You're just trying to give them space and honor them, really, you know. Things that you can also do here are some and mantras. Mantras can be a really good practice here. So it can be as simple as, um, you know, it, it's okay for me to feel this way. It's okay for me to have emotions. It's safe for me to have emotions. I'm learning from this situation. This too shall pass. You know, I have everything I need within me. This is happening for me, not to me. I've just reeled off a bunch that came to mind there. <laughs> you may have to slow that down. But uh, but yeah, what mantras are going to support you on these days as well? So that's why I think it's pretty important to do the kind of reflecting work as well. So like making that distraction list, making a feel good list. And these are really good because when we do these from a place of um feeling a bit more sensical, I guess, then when this... N- other head funkery day comes along or time comes along because obviously it might not be a day it might be a week it could be a month it could be a long time but the more we kind of become aware of these distractions and these things that make us feel good and if we have them written down then we've got something to turn to when our mind is just feeling overwhelmed and can't really focus so get them lists and keep them somewhere safe and so the other thing as well here is, is that this might be something, a process you'll be going through constantly over and over again. So maybe you'll be doing the awareness, you're journaling it out, you might be doing the acceptance and then you start to do some of the actions, things that feel good or becoming aware of the distractions. And you might just have to keep going over this throughout just one day, which is what it's been like for me today as well. You know, sometimes I get distracted all of a sudden been on my phone for like half an hour. I know that doesn't make me feel good. So then I've got to come back to what feels good. I tend to do like an intuition, ground down a little bit work out what I do going forwards so yeah so help yourself out you know when you feel a little bit more grounded a bit more focused you can do the reflecting on these kind of days and yeah like I said always be aware of the triggers as well so I guess that's it that's the summary of it awareness acceptance action um yeah let it be aware of what's going on feel into those emotions accept those emotions through affirmations, through water practices, through nature, through meditations, whatever feels good for you. And then the action is really doing what you need. Being aware if you get distracted and what's distracting you and what soothes you that maybe isn't that beneficial. Like I said, for me, it's the phone, for example, or kind of food is a big one still. But yeah what can you do and ultimately throughout it all as well is just be kind to yourself these days are tough aren't they really tough so that's okay as well and if you don't really feel like you get any of this done the next time you have a day like this then that's okay just see if you can apply one of these kind of aspects of this uh this advice that I'm sharing the next time you feel that way so yeah everybody this is from my heart to yours. I hope that this is helpful. I know exactly what this feels like because I'm here right now. and Yeah, I just wanted to share this and hopefully it helps. So until next time, love you all. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if this resonated with you, I would be so grateful if you could share it and if you feel called to, to rate and review it. Thank you so much for helping with the growth of this show. Until next time.